Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today we have Milo Zanekia on the podcast. His film, The Reality of Running, is featured in the Trail Running Film Festival. Milo was a lot of fun to chat with. I had a great conversation with him, and I'll share that with you in just a little bit. First, our little bit of housekeeping, which of course has to do with the Trail Running Film Festival coming up Tuesday, April 18th at the Rio Theater. That's only six days away. The doors are going to open at six. Get there at the start for your chance to win some Tailwind swag for the first few people through the door. The show will start at seven. I can't wait. I can't believe how fast it's coming. Tickets are available in the show notes and at trailfilmfest.com. And of course, a shout out to all the groups making it making it an outing, like Outsiders BC. I can't wait to see you all there. Your crazy winter swims on Instagram always blow my mind. And I know the Ice Cream and Donut Run Club's making an appearance there too. I'm sure there are others. Shout me out if you're coming. That would be awesome. And before we get to a little sponsor shout-out for the film festival, I just want to remind everyone, if you could please share, like, rate, subscribe, comment, all those good things to the podcast, that would be amazing. It helps out in the algorithms and all of that. But again, I have to shout-out those amazing sponsors. The Five Peaks Race Series has been hosting trail races in Canada for 25 years. They host 26 races in BC, Alberta, and Ontario that are great for trail runners looking to get started or experienced runners seeking beautiful and well-run events. Five Peaks takes pride in how they treat their participants and volunteers, and they will make sure your event day is a great day on the trails. You should probably figure out which races to add to your calendar. Check out fivepeaks.com to learn more and sign up. Mount Eleanor, above Lake Cushman by Hoodsport, Washington, has been home to the Beast of Big Creek for over a decade. This rock candy running mountain running event on August 5th lets you choose between the 14-mile summit race or the 5-mile forest loop. But really, as Matthias Eichler, the race director, will attest, you're going to want to tag the peak. Trust him, it's worth it. Registration is now open at rockcandyrunning.com. Ridgeline Athletics is a BC company with extensive local knowledge that offers coaching and consulting that will help you be your best. From single purchase plans to one-on-one coaching, with a talented roster of coaches, Ridgeline can work with anyone to help them achieve their goals. Learn more and inquire at ridgelineathletics.com. And the Thirsty Elk Trail Race takes place in Chilliwack, BC and promises runners an unforgettable experience on their 25-kilometer epic course and great times on their 5-kilometer short course. Saturday, July 8th sounds like a great date to run some amazing trails. Sign up now at peaksandvalleys.ca. And of course, a huge shout out to all our other sponsors as well. Conquer the Vetter, Heads or Trails Races, Blue Maca, and our prizing sponsors, Finless and Arm Races, and the Commercial Drive Restaurants, Harbor Oyster Bar, and Social. I so appreciate what all of these sponsors bring for us to be able to put on this film festival, and I can't wait to see you all on Tuesday, April 18th. But today is about Milo and his film, The Reality of Running. Today's guest is filmmaker Milo Zanekia. 
Milo's film, The Reality of Running, is featured in the Trail Running Film Festival, and I'm so excited to hear some more about it today. Milo, thank you for taking the time and joining me. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I'm thrilled with the film festival. I can't wait for people to watch your film. But before we start talking about that, first question's always nice and easy. Just tell us a bit about yourself and how you became a filmmaker. All right. It's a, I could go in a million directions here, but I'll try and keep it concise and interesting. Uh, you but... Take all the directions you want. <laughs> yes. Basically, I am a half American, half Swiss uh, filmmaker, photographer based in southern Switzerland right now. Um, I do not feel at home in either country. Um, I'm a complete <laughs> tourist in America, and I do not feel at home here either, but I just love to travel. I'm kind of a kind of all over the place, but this has become my base on this side of the world. And uh, I got into filmmaking while I was studying politics in Edinburgh a while back. <laughs> I was like, I need to pick a different career. Um, <laughs> and I got a job taking pictures of DJs and live bands kind of in the underground scene of Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, okay. And one thing led to another, and I started kind of falling in love with the outdoor world as well, which is kind of the antithesis of these like dark, sweaty underground clubs in the city, you know. And I was like, all right, I need to get out of this <laughs> and try a different <laughs> world. Um, and obviously, falling in love with trail running was a huge part of that, and wanting to merge these two two passions of mine uh, was a huge kind of goal of mine. So it was cool to finally like kind of seem surreal to be surviving as a a photographer that focuses on outdoor sports, I guess, you know, I never really thought that could be something that people do. And I guess <laughs> there's a lot of other versions of me out there that are that are doing great stuff, too. Yeah. Well, that's pretty fun. And I have to go back a little bit. So you spend about half your time in both, but neither feel like home. I got to ask about that. What What is it that neither makes you feel like you're at home? Probably being like, I didn't, it's weird. So my family, you know, I was born in the US, raised there. Uh, and then, you know, in elementary school, my parents threw me into a local school here in Switzerland because um, my dad's a teacher and he got a job. It's a long story, but, you know, it's just an American kid thrown into a school where no one spoke English and you're just forced to learn a new language, you know. And then in high school, though, I went back to an English speaking school. So I learned how to spell in English when I was like 16, even though I could speak, you know, so there's this like okay. back and forth between these two worlds that kind of gave me a taste of both of them, but also disconnected me from both in a way. Um, I think Edinburgh really threw everything off, you know, it just messed up my accent. <laughs> no, so we're like, wait, what's wrong with you now? You're, you know, so yeah, I guess that's, I hope that's somewhat of an answer for your question, but you know, I'm still figuring it out every day. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And it's so funny too, to talk about like your accent and cause that is something that sort of places us in other people's minds in the world. So that's mm -hmm. kind of uh, a, funny to hear and then I also I'm I'm peaked now too because your film is beautiful and there's not a lot of dialogue in it it, it sort of speaks for itself <laughs> tell us a little bit more about the reality of running uh, nice first of all it was a project that I've been dreaming about doing for way too long and it felt so good to just get it out in the form of film because um, it had just been building up in my head and you know kind of joking along with other friends about what would be on this list of of items that are in addition to a day out running because the joke was always you know we, you go for a long run you feel like you've been running for nine hours because that's, that's what time you left and that's the time you got back and then you actually check your watch or something if you have an app like strava or something it tells you your moving time and i would always be like 
so I can't swear here, but I'd be pretty pissed that you know, like, how much how much time did I actually spend working on my fitness versus just being lost or trying to dry my shoes because I walked through a river and I was getting blisters or um, trying to find food, whatever it is, or just eating a gel that I absolutely couldn't stand anymore or stuff that just slows you down. You stop, but also the amazing sides of it, you know, like enjoying a view, laughing with friends, just being there and in, in the outdoors. And I think that's ultimately what they're all the small moments that I realized I trail ran for those small moments, not necessarily for the running itself. Um, obviously, the, the high of running the perfect ridge at sunrise or sunset is like the moment you remember, but just being out there with friends or alone and whether it's suffering or having an awesome time on your own, it's all part of the the fun, I'd say, of, of trail running. So I hope that kind of summarizes more or less what my my goal was with the film. I I have a past life as a video editor, and I just I just love um, how seamless the whole thing is, and it's yeah, it's just so it's it really is beautiful. I love that it's described as a, a portrait of a real day out. It really does feel that way. But I have to ask, did it only take one day out shooting? <laughs> uh, honestly, it was pretty close. Uh, nice aligning my schedule with the athlete schedule and another friend who helped us out on the project. We all kind of said, "All right, we have two days to do this." Um, and the second day it just rained the entire day. Um, so we actually took advantage of that to try and film some of the real moments as well, that what could happen. Um, but I'd say 90% of the project was shot in, in one day. Oh, that's awesome. I was, I was wondering, cause it, that's always the goal, but, uh, sometimes that's harder to do in reality. <laughs> yeah, of course. On the commercial side, you know, you would like set up a day for each scene kind of thing, you know, and what I really wanted to do with this was really just get out and really just kind of like make the athlete live the day that we would try and live. And honestly, she got pretty, <laughs> she's awesome. She'll have all the endurance. She would beat any of us in a long race, but I was like, wow, she's actually exhausted. All right. That was a real day out. You know, she's not just <laughs> posing, running for two seconds and then stopping. So, yeah. Was there a challenge that stands out to create uh, the reality of running? Yeah, I'd say the usual weather is always one of the most frustrating things as a filmmaker, especially focusing on outdoor content. Um, you know, we all see the perfect commercials and the perfect light and the, you know, the perfect sunsets. And this is just the usual, you know, you look at the weather a week out, you've blocked these dates, you're kind of like, just trying to pull this project together, you know, because this is the only time it's going to work. And then you just see rain on the, you know, weather forecast or something. So that that's what causes me, I'd say, the majority of my stress in my career. And if any of my clients ever listen to this podcast, they'll probably laugh because that's one thing we all kind of bond over and, <laughs> you know, there's a way through it. Uh, but beyond that, no, I mean, it's just I love what I do and I love this type of, you know, this type of work. There's there's not that many challenges beyond starving being thirsty sometimes and just needing to like power through the work knowing that like this is the time to do it typical stuff yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, to kind of to um hinge off of that if if you were chatting to aspiring filmmakers and, and you were to pass along a little bit of advice what would that be where you are in your career today i'd say that advice would be to really make time for projects that you believe in and it can be easy to get caught up trying to make it as a freelancer um, or as a photographer, whatever world you're in. 
it's easy to get distracted by the money and the paychecks. And those are really important because those help you buy the gear and the equipment and, and everything that's necessary to pull off these passion projects. Um, and I still, I'm, I go back and forth. Sometimes I overvalue or overemphasize the, the real paid stuff versus, and then I burn out a little bit. So I block off a week and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do what I love to do. Um, and ultimately the passion projects are the ones that open up doors to clients that you want to work with. They want to work with you. And if I could rewind, I probably could, you know, accelerate where I am now, you know, having plenty of work, it's, I'm able to say, no, I think I could have gotten there faster had I just pursued as many passion projects at the beginning, instead of, I feel like I spent a few years maybe working for clients, even though they were photo and video projects, but not necessarily the stuff that I loved and, and wanted to be doing. That's what the benefit of hindsight gives us is the ability to give great advice. So that's obviously appreciated. Um, is it going back to the film festival? Is it a thrill to be included in something like this? Yeah, I'm psyched. I, I mean, this is part of the, the fun of creating is to be able to share and, and with a festival like this, that has such a long list of uh, screenings. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's super exciting. And, and yeah, I'm honored to, to be a part of it along with some other pretty awesome films. Uh, that's fantastic. Has it inspired you uh, to create further or are you working on anything right now that you're excited about? I'm I'm in the trenches of the, the commercial side of, of, the, of the work at the moment. So yeah, I'm, I'm already dreaming up future projects. Um, I've, I've fallen in love with uh, cycling, bikepacking. So I'd love to do maybe a similar version of the reality of trail running, but more with with that side. Um, I think I've fallen in love with cycling just because it takes me so much further. Um, especially mountain biking, and you can just cross such a bigger landscape with a short period of time. Um, so yeah, who knows, maybe this summer, I'll be able to, to block off some time for something like that. Um, but otherwise, now I've, have a busy, busy shoot schedule. So I need to, <laughs> to get those items done first, pay the bills, and then move on with the rest. Uh, well, people will be able to catch your film, The Reality of Running, here in Vancouver, BC, on Tuesday, April 18th. They can catch it globally. Tickets are available at trailfilmfest.com. But where can they follow you along for perhaps a bike feature or something coming in the future? <laughs> uh, I guess Instagram would be my the one platform you can find me on, uh, my website, and probably just find my email or my phone number on my website and WhatsApp me or send me a message. Sometimes I'm probably faster to answer that way than, than an email and definitely love when people reach out. It's super fun. I love the trail running community and I love that it extends um, beyond um, just our small little towns, you know, and it's awesome to just to share roots and, and ideas and shoot ideas. And so, yeah, don't, if someone's hesitating to just reach out. I'd, I'd love to talk. Oh, that's incredible. A huge thank you to Milo Zanekia. A huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running.